Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. This is Straight Fire for Wednesday, June 29th. We got a great podcast for you today. They're all great, obviously, but today... Extra special. My main man, Katino Mobley, stops by. You guys remember him. Played for the Houston Rockets with Stevie Franchise. Played for the Orlando Magic. Many teams in the NBA played at Rhode Island. Was the A-10 player of the year. Just a good dude. Uh, I've done some radio and some TV with him. I've always liked the cut of his jib. And he keeps it real. Uh, Michael Jordan fans, just be aware. He's a LeBron guy. Okay? And he also has Steph Curry in his top 10 all time. I don't want to spoil it. I think you're going to like it. Coutinho Mobley, solid guy. He's a great follow on IG. He's really bolstered his following in the last like year or two. I guess he's kind of pivoted a little bit to some motivational speaking. I like it. He's a good follow. Uh, but before we get to Coutinho Mobley, I've got to just say, folks, I wish somebody loved me the way the New York Knicks are in love with Jalen Brunson. Because by all accounts right now, the Knicks are going to offer Jalen Brunson four years, 110 mil, and the Mavs are going to let him walk. And a lot of Knicks fans are like, what are we doing? Why are we giving $25, $27 million to a point guard who's not a top 10 point guard in the league? And it's tough to find that kind of love. I'll say my kids used to love me the way 
the Knicks love Jalen Brunson, but the kids get older, and I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but like the love just isn't what it was like three or four years ago. Once they hit like 9, 10, 11, it's a different kind of love. They still love you, but it's not like that, oh, you know, running in your room to hug you. And, and like I dropped my daughter at beach camp. We live in a beach town. I dropped my daughter at beach camp the other day. And, you know, I'm rolling up with the windows down, the music playing. I even let her be DJ if she wants it. And I notice she slyly puts her window up and like reaches to turn down the volume. Like she's like embarrassed that her dad's playing music. And I wasn't blasting. It's not like volume 15 or anything. And I was just like, damn, that's cold blooded. Damn. That, that hurt. Like it stung a little bit. And you just, you as a dad, hashtag dad life, you get to those days where it ends, where they don't run to hug you first thing in the morning. They're looking for the device. They're looking for the remote. And it just ends. It ends quickly. I think it's about fourth or fifth grade. And you don't realize it until it's gone. And there's that quote that I'm sure you guys know. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And I mean, it's a, it's a true quote that is very, very on point. The good old days, like you reminisce about it with your buddies now, but in the moment you didn't know it was these are going to be the good old days. Like, listen, as a dad, it is a couple years of toughness at the beginning with the diapers and, you know, they can't really talk and walk and all that stuff. And then it's like six years of just awesomeness. Obviously, it's stressful and tough. Yeah, I get that. But it is awesome. It's great. The feedback of your kids loving you and really needing you, it's a good feeling. And you teaching them right from wrong and all that stuff. It's so, it's so awesome. But Our kids are phasing out of that. Uh, obviously I would love to have more kids. The wife, uh, you don't need to mention this to her. If you're a listener who knows my wife, she's just like, no, we're good on two. You know, so we got a dog and it's great to have a dog. The dog is incredible, but the dog is running up to you to say, hi, how you doing? And I want to be near you. And then it's like, pet me. Let me just lay down. And now I need you to rub me and, and pet me. It's different than I want to hug you or like, you know, it's just, it's weird. This is not a rant. This is just kind of a random thing I noticed as the Knicks are falling head over heels for Jalen Brunson, trading Nerlens Noel and moving all this heaven and earth just so they can get him. And it's just, it's just a weird moment for the Knicks. Now, listen, they've been over backwards for guys before and it has not worked out. Um, Carmelo Anthony obviously comes to mind. That was a massive, epic disaster. And since then, they basically whiffed on everybody. I mean, they overpaid for Carmelo Anthony. Now, the key here is they're not overpaying for Jalen Brunson. Obviously, Jalen Brunson and and R.J. Barrett are a good foundation. I want to know what the next domino is. And if you noticed, and I said this after the draft, they loaded up on extra first-round picks. They're not great first-round picks. They're not top 10, doesn't look like. But they're first-round picks. And... If the Knicks are able to make the Jazz an offer they cannot refuse to get Donovan Mitchell, if they can somehow steal Zach Levine, and now you've got Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and a Levine or a Mitchell, I think you got something. I don't think you're winning the championship, but you sure as hell can contend. And let's not forget, folks, injuries happen, and teams come out of nowhere and all of a sudden are back in the mix that you didn't think had a chance. I mean, hell. Did anybody have the Mavericks going to the conference finals? 
Did a lot of people at the beginning of that season have the Warriors rebounding the way they did? Everybody's like, oh, the Suns, it's the Suns. And Devin Booker gets injured and then they collapse. Like things happen. NBA's wacky. And I'm not going to totally rule out the Knicks making a big play outside of Jalen Brunson. I think they have something cooked up up their sleeve. I don't know what it is. It's weird because all anybody, every reporter's talking about Brunson. Nobody's talking about another domino. And that can't be it, right? You can't just get Jalen Brunson. That can't be all you're doing in the offseason. There's just no way that's the only, entire plan. And they have money. They're going to have to offload Randall, but I think Randall's got some value. He's a former uh, all-star. I don't know if Julius Randall was all NBA. He was very good a couple years ago. And just a monster. I think he was like 23 and 11. Uh, let me check. He was all NBA second team in 2021. Wow. I totally undersold him. He averaged 24 and 10 for the Knicks team that was, uh, I think, fourth seed. That was when they lost to the Hawks. Randall led the league in minutes played, regressed a little bit last year to 20 and 9 under Thibodeau. I, the Knicks are going to do something. I'm not out on them. I, I don't want people to hate on the Brunson. So tomorrow, I think we'll do our full on. NBA free agent preview because things get wacky, wild, Kool-Aid style as you lead up to the NBA free agency deadline. So let's just bring him in now. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get to Katino Mobley, former NBA wing guard scoring machine, bucket getter. You're going to love this one. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Let's welcome in to Straight Fire. Guy you know and love, played in the NBA for, geez, over a dozen seasons. 11 straight years averaging double figures. I was surprised by that. I knew he could get buckets. I didn't know he was that consistent. Katino Mobley, former Houston Rocket, Orlando Magic. Sacramento King. He was with the Clips. Now he's in the big three. He's got his own podcast. Catino, man, you're everywhere. How how you doing? Oh man, I'm just living the dream, man. How you feel, Jay? I'm great. I saw I was I was watching your Instagram, which has really gotten strong lately. You're doing some motivational speaking. You're working with NBA draft picks, Jaden Ivey, uh, Ochai. Uh, you know, it sounds like you got a pretty busy summer, huh? Yeah, man. You listen, this is one of the dreams that I wanted to do as far as um the podcast and uh, dad's point of view. But then just be interacting with the younger youth um, It's always been a, a passion of mine. Me uh, growing up in Philadelphia, you know, guys helped me growing up. And uh, it's just me about t- returning a favor. That's all. Yeah, it, I, I like dad's point of view. Um, I, we're not at the point, some of the dads that I know, but we've talked about it. Like most of us did not grow up with sisters. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of us had brothers, but us now having daughters is tough, man. We it, it, Dealing with the daughters is is like a brand new thing. And some of the dads have expressed like, man, this, I, I don't know what to do. I just like, I step back. I, I don't know. You know, like y- your daughter cries and like, it's like, you know, they're getting to the stage where they're getting their own personality and strong. And mm-hmm. do you have any daughters or you just got sons or what? Yeah, no, I have a, I have a baby girl. She's eight years old. Um, she's definitely a personality. <laughs> uh, but you know, again, too, right? So when she came into my life, and I always say this, and I and I, I live by this. Um, you know, sons uh, show you how to mature as a man, and daughters show you what love is. Mm. So um, you know, for me, uh, in watching her, you know, I did a lot of reading. You know, I, I follow this uh, um, author, uh, Meg Meeker, and uh, there's a book called The Strong Father, Strong Daughters. 
and it just speaks about a lot of the actually I call the female species. <laughs> you know, uh, it just speaks about a lot of uh, what we should be doing as um, men, right? And paying attention more to our daughters uh, when they talk, and you know, they talk a lot, right? They're they're very creative, right? Especially at a young age, and and I don't think the discipline should be different because they're female than it is male. Yeah, I think it it, it should be more so understanding your emotions um, and, and letting them be able to voice those things and being there for being there for them and having that ear, right. Uh, being that ear for them and that shoulder for them to cry on. And, but again, too, letting it go and let's figure out what's the next steps. Right. So we're going to talk about the problem, but um, the next time we speak about this, it needs to be a solution. Yeah. So the same thing you do to the little boys, right. To become men as you would do to your daughter, you make her stronger. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, we'll get to the NBA in a sec, but with my son, I feel I can push him in anything, and he's going to do it and listen. And I feel like he's a boy. He he's can handle this. Eventually, you're going to be a man, and you're going to have to deal with this, so you might as well deal with it now. But with the daughter, it's a little a little trickier to navigate, and then she started noticing. And then that I was softer on her, and she's like, Dad, I'm ready. You could you could be tough on me. And then I was a little tougher, and in, instantly the pushback begins, and I was like, oh, boy, all right. This this is tough, and and I'm going to have to check out this book you mentioned, Strong Father, Strong Daughter, huh? Yeah, it's a great book. It's a great book. She just kind of explains, you know, from a psychological perspective of exactly, you know, listen, we come from two different planets. Um, Basically, and, um, yes. They'll, they'll get it, though. You know, they'll get it. And, uh, you know, listen, my daughter, I know her like a, you know <laughs> – like anything, she's she when she's hungry, right? She's very down, you know. When she's tired, she's very down. You know, you feed her and she's rested, she's the best, right? So it's the same thing as as women, you know. When they're hungry, they're, it's a problem, you know. When they're when they're tired, you know, it's a problem. So it starts at a very young age, man. Listen, I've never been a female. We've never been females, but we have to really try their best to. I think females have to try their best to understand us, and we have to try our best to understand them. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, all right, let's get to the NBA. So, Catino. Obviously, the Kyrie Irving issue is settled for now. He is going to play for $36 million in Brooklyn, we think. Um, I got to say, though, er, er, this has been a, a, a radical disappointment, the KD-Kyrie union, about as disappointing as Kawhi and Paul George, although for different reasons. Um, can you recall watching anything unfold the way what happened with Kyrie here in the last month or two? Um after the season where, you know, he didn't want to get the shot, and I get that, fine, his choice. But then going AWOL on his team, they get swept. After the after they get swept, he's like, oh, yeah, me and KD will sit down with the owner in the front office and we'll figure this out. And then next thing you know, he's like, I might opt out. I might go to the Lakers. They're not giving me what I want. Like, the petulance that we're seeing from him is I, I, almost a new level in a league with a lot of immature grown men. Well, I don't know if it's so much as uh, immaturity. Uh, it's a little strong, but I think – what it is is you have more leverage, right? I mean, think about it, Jay. Like, you know, you've, you've created a platform for yourself and you're your own boss when it comes to, you know, your podcast or whatever it is. You know, you, you it's 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 your way of basically the highway, um, you know. And when you see a lot of these guys, when you go through so many years of, you know, uh, listening to the owners and you're kind of like more of the cattle, now you... <clears throat> it's more of a, you know, it's a partnership, right? Like the owners, yeah, you can have money, but, you know, like I got, I'm not one that's got to perform, right? Yeah. So they're not going to give you sponsorship. They're not going to give you TV deals. They're not going to give you anything unless you pick, you know, top of the line individuals. So guess what? You, that's not my employee. That's my partner, right? Because I'm making your money grow. It's just, I mean, uh, if owners would see it like that. So it's just about the voice now, you know, to each his own of how you conduct yourself when it comes to these different situations. And, uh, you know, I've had a chance to be around Kyrie, especially here in California, you know, his wife's from here. So, 
you know, us just sitting around and talking. Uh, I think he's a misunderstood in some ways. In some ways, listen, there's some things that, you know, maybe he should or shouldn't say. I, I don't know, right? That, but that's up to him. And um, when it comes to uh, this past year, you got to think about it. James, Kyrie, and Kevin, when they all played together, they were 11-1. and one. So, you know, if you have a healthy, you know, there's no – a lot of people, not just Kyrie, didn't want to take the shot, right? So, um, I don't know, you know – Usually when it comes to these pharmaceutical uh, situations, uh, it takes years and years before you're ready to put it in someone. So, uh, you know, I understand his side. I took the shot, you know, but again, I'm my own person. Yeah. Right. So um, I have my own reasons. So it's, it's like a religion, right? It's like, it's like, it's like Republican Democrats. It's like religion <laughs> is supposed to rule the government. No, that's not true. Right. You can have your own, you can have your own belief, but at the end of the day, I have my own belief. So it's not like he didn't take it in, you know, they just compensated him with his money. He lost money too. So he did. He, he left a lot of money. Profit. But but don't don't you think? Uh, and this is going to sound tough. Um, you know, he's part of a team. He is the guy who kind of orchestrated him and KD yeah. to get to Brooklyn. And right, right. It, it, uh, you know, Ke- Ke- Kevin Durant has said he's not a leader before. So I guess that makes Kyrie Irving the leader. And if you're supposed, to, if leaders lead by example, and you're not getting the shot, and then you're not playing. And I know the rules. We could say the rules kind of sucked in New York, but. Just going AWOL from the team, not responding to anybody, them not knowing where he is and missing games. Like, I, don't, I didn't see any leadership, Catino. Yeah, no, listen, I, I'm, again, I'm not going to say he's like the ultimate leader, right? He said that himself. He was a little mature when he left LeBron, right? Because then when he goes to Boston and tries to be the top leader guy, right, it failed. And then he goes to Brooklyn and then the, the COVID happened with the vaccine. And again, there's situations where it seems like as a leader, you failed your team. I'm, I'm not saying that he's the mm. ultimate leader. Um, and then, but again, you got to think about it. Who is the leader on your team, right? Katie's an, an amazing talent, maybe the best one-on-one player ever, right? And then you have Kyrie, who's right there up with him. If he was six-six, wouldn't be talking about anybody else as far as one-on-one <laughs> player, right? So, uh, but again, you, LeBron James is on a different level when it comes to leadership. Um, but uh, it, it's you know, he's always had a lot of guys too. Jay, you got to think about this. Social media wasn't back then. You know, before me, before, you know, Dorn Mike and Dorn's uh, uh, Magic and all those guys. Those guys had depressions as well. But you know what a lot of those guys did? They're not throwing anybody under the bus. Even our fathers and people, like, well, my dad never drank or smoked. And I don't know your father, whatever it is. But a lot of men back then, they went to the bottle. They went to doing mm. other stuff. They went to drugs. They went. A lot of people in America did that. You know, I'm not, I'm not from Europe. I'm from America. So a lot of people, their vice or their, you know, their way of like, you know, wu was like alcohol, was like drugs. It was like something else. So now when you get to speak out and then and, and th- listen, this is foreign to a lot of men where it's like, I don't get to really say my emotions. This is what I'm talking about, about dad's point of view. I don't really get to express myself. So I got to bottle it up. So that's that's mental incarceration, man. When everybody has a word but you, right? And then when you go to speak, oh, you're, you're this and oh, I can't believe you'd be a man. And no, <laughs> that's not true. That's not good. My guy, Jason Wilson, his book is called Cry Like a Man. He speaks about a lot of that. And I think for us as men, right, we need we need to really hone in on our emotions, right? We need to really understand exactly what's going on because, you know, sometimes when you hold it in too much, right, it's a burst and you're yeah. misunderstood. And I think I, that's I, what it I, te- is I tend to be a hold it in guy and, 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 you know, maybe one day it bursts, but it's not, you know, I, I, I found that has worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. but just to stick with Kyrie, a lot of people thought I've been super critical of him. People coming after me on social, man, you're killing Kyrie. What's the deal? And I, I, Katino, you go to, go, go back to the saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. 
Shame on me. Okay, mm-hmm. we saw his act in Cleveland where he said, yep. LeBron, I'm out of here. And if you don't trade me, I- I'm going to just get surgery so I don't have to play. He goes to Boston and everything says they're all the right things and then on the way just leaves them and leaves them in the dust. I don't want to I don't want to play with these guys. And it grows to Brooklyn. And now the antics again like this is the third time like we can expect the guy's unstable. Can, can we say that? Is that is that being too harsh? Well, listen, that's your opinion, right? Again, like th- there is unstable moments that happen, right? But again, too Kyrie's still young. Right? You might be older when it comes to like geographic. Oh, I'm almost 30. Or I don't even know how old he is. But at the end of the day, some people are still figuring themselves out. So when you're dealing with this chaotic world of like you're supposed to be this and you're living in this avatar, it's kind of hard to like, you know, I think he's just grasping exactly what his, his true identity is. But while he's doing that, guess what? He's on the front page. Right. He's yeah, in social media. So every single thing he's that's like you saying, every single thing you say inside your household, everything you say, they says it's criticized. You can't even go back on what you said Monday because guess what? I got to live up to it because now it's Wednesday. It's like, no, sometimes. Yeah, it's OK to change your mind. Do you know what I mean? Like some people change their mind more than others. But for him being a leader, I would think, you know, there, there should be a little bit more accountability. You know what I mean? Because when you say one thing, you have to you kind of stand on it because you're not by yourself, right? You're by yourself when it comes to your health uh, uh, and you're taking a shot because that affects you and your family. But when it comes to assembling a team, right, whether you're going to Boston and you think you're going to take over and then you're going to, you know, Brooklyn and you're assembling this team and then now all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'm taking a leave right now and then I'm taking another leave because of this and then I don't, I'm not taking the vaccine and they're missing games and KD's just coming off an injury and he's trying his best and then James coming over there. It's like there needs to be a little bit more accountability. But again, that's his own yeah. world. He has to live with that. It, it just It's tough, the own world thing, given you're part of a team. And uh, right. you were parts of teams where you there were stars and guys were acting up. I'm sure. Uh, I'm not going to go after Steve Francis, but I, you know, he was he was a little bit of a different dude. Um, mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I haven't been in an NBA locker room on a nightly basis for 82 games, either covering or playing. So I don't know how difficult it is to have a microphone shoved in your face all the time. But some guys handle it pretty well, right? Steph Curry, I think, handles it pretty well. Other guys mm-hmm. just. Don't. I, I mean, you know, like you said, everybody's wired a little bit differently. I am curious, Coutinho, do you believe that Kyrie's just going to show up this fall like a good soldier, go to training camp, play as much as he can? And, and do we think he's going to do this just to get a max deal from somebody? Or do you think we're going to see more antics because he's not happy? Well, let's, let's, uh, there's two different things, right? First of all, he is a max player. That's what he is because he's one of the best players ever to play the game. Now, can we count on him to sign him to a four or five year deal after this? That's something he can prove this year, right? But at the end of the day, I'm only going on what you have shown me for the past umpteen years you've been in the mm-hmm. league. Yeah. So it's not really anyone else's fault than it is his own. But it's not really his own fault either that his talent is so amazing that he's like, you know what? Okay, cool. I'll play for one. I can play this one out and then I'll be a free agent. Then I can go do what I want. And then someone else will take the chance. And then I'll just, for the next four years, maybe he kills. Maybe he does amazing. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Right. But I, I go on, like you said, right? Shame on you know, you know, shame on you. The second one is shame on me. I mm-hmm. gotta go on what you've shown me, yeah. right? You've showed me the instability. You showed me inconsistency. That's what you showed me. Right. So it's not personal, right? It's like you you stealing from me. I left you in my house and you steal from me. <laughs> right. It's like next time it's like I gotta watch you. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm trustworthy. I won't do it again. It's like, ah, okay. Then you yeah. steal again. It's like, oh, well, yeah. God dang it. I'm an idiot. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Let's pivot to another guy on Brooklyn. Ben Simmons did not play all season, um, demanded out of Philly, got out, got to Brooklyn, and then was supposed to play and never did. I, listen, I've defended Ben Simmons a long time. I have gotten out of the defending Ben Simmons business, Coutinho. Um, I, I don't, what are we supposed to make of him? Oh, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, and imagine you're Kevin Durant, and this is who you're locked in, in with next year. Yeah, that's a tough You know, those personalities, seriously – as much as I, I love uh, Kyrie and Kev, I think, again, he's amazing. And, you know, Ben, um, I, I just, those personalities are strong, but they're not as strong as they should be considering the titles that they have in this world. 
Um, so it seems like adversity, uh, they pay attention to too much opposed to just the task in the hand. And um, like I say in life, um, purpose should come before ego. So no matter what you say about me, I know my purpose, right? So I don't have to, I tell my kids, everything doesn't need a response, okay? Doesn't matter. As soon as you walk outside, the world won't like you. There's a lot of things that won't be, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't just the way, the same way I tell my kids, the same way you accept my yeses, you have to accept my noes. And Ben and Kyrie and Kevin, the same way you love admirations and then awards and this and that is the same way you have to like respect criticism because that's just what people are. It doesn't define you. It's just what they think. So it's not personal. It's just what they see, right? And sometimes illusions are different, right? But if you're showing them these things constantly and you're paying attention to things that truthfully for yourself and your own well-being is not relevant, there's no reason to even respond. Yeah. So for Ben... You know, I, I think he got caught up a little bit and, and then, you know, coming into this, you know, listen, coming into Brooklyn, it was it was a lot. Yeah. You know, they, they had they had to like they had to win. They really had to win. So him coming in and not playing the whole year. I don't know who does that. Michael didn't even do that. It, it showed, well, he, it showed he was out he was for, what, a year and a half playing yeah, baseball. But it, show, it showed you were human. Right. Because then people are attacking you now. Basketball is yeah. a rhythm sport. Right. And not just rhythm when it comes to physicality, but rhythm mentally. And when you're when you're mentally not ready. Right. Your rhythm is off and you look really terrible. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird situation in Brooklyn. Let me quickly go to another team that has some uncertainty. The Lakers with LeBron. I, I, I will get to the Warriors eventually, but I, I just got to ask, can the Lakers contend again with LeBron and AD? I mean, they, right now, I think they've got four guys on the roster, maybe five. Uh, I don't think I, I would like to see Bradley Beal with them. How? Someone else. I would love to see Kyrie with them because oh. he's more of the closer. Oh. But I love to see a black Bradley Beal. You need some bona fide, right? LeBron's older. I love LeBron. He's my favorite all time goal. You know, really? Nineteen. Yes, older. Nineteen years in. Twenty years in. That's a lot on one person. I think he needs more. But he's more of a facilitator, right? His true nature is a Magic Johnsonish kind of thing, and I think with that. You, you need that Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving type of player to like get you buckets so you can rest. Wow. Now that's interesting. I, I'm sorry. I just got hung up on the, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James thing. So you're yeah. one of the rare players from the, well, from the nineties, your, your first season was 80 or 98, 99. I'm just mm-hmm. checking. I think that was. No, so you didn't. You never played against Jordan. You just you were in college, yes, right? I did. Yes, I did. Oh, you yes, did. He, oh, wait. He came back with the Wizards. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Bull, Bulls, Jordan. You didn't play against because most guys, Catino, from the 80s and 90s, and I just had Eric Snow on the podcast, and he was like vociferous that oh, it's Jordan. It's no, not even close. And here you are saying it's LeBron. Right. That's a surprise to I, I'm a little caught off guard here, and and you face some of the, you face Kobe plenty. Um, yeah. Why? Why is it LeBron? Why? Because it's it's is it golf? Is do we play golf or do we play singles tennis? Which would tell me what we <laughs> stuck on who's basketball. The best, who's the best coach of all time? The best coach? Coach of all time, top three. I mean, it's got to be Riley, Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach. If you want to go to the sixties, no, 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 Joe, Phil Jackson. Okay. Greg Popovich, and then everybody else. Okay. Okay, so Michael Hadfield Jackson, text winner. 
okay? And Scottie Pippen. Michael was amazing. Michael was my goal throwing up. But as far as knowing the game and playing in the game and someone that can take four guys from Home Depot or freaking, you know, not having the top coach of all time, come on. Like 6'9", do everything everybody else can do, stone cold closer. Just because you don't like the personality of a stone cold kill doesn't mean the individual. He, he messed up against Kobe, what, 20-something times? He's 16 and 7. Hmm. I didn't know that number. Uh, again, I, you know – Kobe was was Kobe older when they matched up or was it pretty- no, 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 no. LeBron came in 03. Okay. What are you doing? Kobe, yeah, Kobe, Kobe was championships in a row. Kobe won three championships 18. Kobe won three championships in a row. Yeah. In 2001, 2000, 2001, 2002. But Bron comes in 2003. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love Kobe. I grew up with Kobe. I'm in Kobe's book. I love him. It's my listen, my emotions are detached from what facts are. LeBron James, if you're starting a team, you start with LeBron James. That's just facts. That's facts. 40,000, 40, 10,000, 10,000 points, rebounds, assists. You start I don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I don't disagree at all, but the Jordan people will, you know, they're basically they're dying on this hill of 6-0 and in the no, finals. That's so, listen, that's okay. Some people like redheads, some people like brunettes. <laughs> Right, like I'm. That's not for me to tell you that you shouldn't like a redhead. Right, like you know what I mean. Some men like I'm crazy about Latin women. Some men like I, I you know, I like Africa. I like Germany. I like to each his own. But I'm going on what I know that what you, LeBron James, come into the league, lived up to every single thing that was written. To, Jordan didn't yeah. have that. Kobe didn't have that. None of them had that. He lived up, to, and then he surpassed it. I mean, it's just it's, it's incredible. The type of individual. He's Magic Johnson 2.0, 4.0. That's what he is. If Magic had his speed, agility, and all that, that's what Magic would be. That's what LeBron is just, you know, he's just, he's different. Okay, so where where does Curry, how do you fit Curry into the pantheon of all-time great players? Like, is he a top 10 guy? Is he top yeah, 15? Yeah, he's top 10. Not even a question. Top 10. Ooh. Catino, very spicy here in in late June. I like it. Listen, I'm with. I guess we're in lockstep. This is why I like doing radio with you. We haven't done TV together in a, while, a couple of years, but uh, we seem to agree on a lot. Like Curry, what he's done for the league and at yeah. his size, and it's been pretty incredible, right? Uh, uh, super incredible. Like, I mean, people don't understand this. These guys are evolving. You evolve, right? Like, just because my grandfather, I was on a plane with a guy yesterday. Oh, yeah, well, Brian's not tough, and this is not tough. I said, listen, you're on a plane. I said, 100 years ago, people had to walk from one state to the next. <laughs> Does that mean they're tougher than you? Are you out your mind? That's not how this works, right? Oh, yeah, well, I had to walk five miles of school. Good for you. I rode a bike, <laughs> right? Then the next kid's good for you. I rode a bus. <laughs> good for you. My mom and dad took me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't, come on. Like, let's not, we're not doing that. We're talking about skill sets. Right, and we're talking about termination. LeBron James can play in any decade and dominate. Yeah, any decade doesn't matter. Right. So, I mean, I don't even know where people are going with this one at. When it comes I, I to do, LeBron James, yeah, I find it odd. The, the, I like your argument about can play in any decade, and that was one thing the Eric Snow and I very much disagreed on. He said, "Listen, man." It was just a tougher league in the '90s. Steph Curry couldn't get his shot off; he would That's be shadowed. True. And I'm like. Do you watch Steph? He just it's, decimated it's not, the best defense in the league. 40 feet out. Eric yeah. Snow said this? Eric Snow said this. A lot of guys Eric believe Snow. this. So now you got to guard him 94 feet. There's coming to pick. 
and then when it's a pick, he's off of you, and it balls in the yeah. air. Eric Snow, come on, stop. B- BJ Armstrong says the same thing. He's a big Jordan defender. They they just don't buy into the Steph Curry stuff. For the longest time, Shaq and Barkley Catino have bashed yeah. Curry. Oh, he's soft. He's a jump shooter. He couldn't play in our tough league <laughs> in the nineties. I just say whatever they want. Say whatever they want. I mean, so I, I know so you that means were. There was no shooters. So that means all Mark Price, uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas, um, um, uh, Reggie Miller, um, uh, you name them. You name name anybody. Uh, you know, uh, Ricky Pierce. You name any shooter, great shooters that move without the ball and do everything. Every, Steph has every single thing they have with a handle, and he yeah. shoots farther than anybody else. So what, yeah. do, what do people think that, oh, because it was rougher. Yeah, it was rougher inside the paint, but you're trying to guard someone and that boy's dribbling down the court full speed and going around his back between his legs and setting the screen and then it's 40 yeah. feet from the basket, shooting in your face. Yeah, you can hit him all day long, but it's ain't the WWF. They yeah. clean that up. You don't get uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting because you're right. I totally forgot Mark Price was like a very good player, solid NBA player. Great and Steph Curry is just... Mad. Blown everything away that that even Nash, who I liked a lot as a point guard, has done. Um, and it's weird. Do you, I'm going to ask. I I don't want this to get like to be a racial thing, but do you think Curry being like you know a suburban kid, his dad played in the league, he's light skinned Do you think that stuff matters? <laughs> is that no. is it feed into some? Because I've some of the guys have agreed with me that there is something there to he just appears soft. Because of his look and, you know, the perception of Curry is he's, he's soft. He's not like a tough guy. He couldn't hang with the, with the well, physical. Yeah, that's, that's stereotype, right? Like yeah. We get caught up. That's the small-minded people. We get caught up in stereotypes, right? If you see a if you see a black guy and he's got muscles and he's tall, you think he's rough and tough. Yeah. That's not necessarily true, right? That's not how it is. You got Conor McGregor to, to rip your head off, and he's a small little dude, right? Yeah. Now he's lifting in that because he's, you know, more so working on his physique and his body. He's not really... He's just a money, you know, he's the cash cow right now, right? So he's a little different. But the little Conor McGregor, you know, Maddie Batty, the other guy, he's from Irish, Irish boy. He, they're crazy. They, they kill you. You know what I mean? So, like, all these stereotypes when people do, it's like, to me, it's like, that's, that's when you're in prison mentally. As soon as I say Republican, you always think white. As soon as I say Democrat, you always think this. As soon as I say this, you always think that, right? So it's like, once we can get outside of that, Right and say, okay, you know what? He grew up, yeah, father, pro, mother, division one, volleyball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah he grew up in the church, but that doesn't mean he's soft. But because he's light skinned, he has pretty eyes. Oh, all of a sudden, he's no, that's not how that works. It's not yeah. how that works because that's the case. Then Andrew Wiggins, who's darker skinned from Canada, he was soft for a second, his motor wasn't what it was. But he gets with he gets with Draymond and and Steph Curry and 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 then uh, Clay and Eagle Dollar and he formed up a new you know yeah. person. Yeah, it's interesting. You're right. Uh, Wiggins as the number one option in Minnesota didn't look like a superstar. Wiggins as the number three or four option in Golden State. I mean, goodness a, gracious, he looked awesome. All star, everything, two way player, the whole. Yeah, thing. I, I am curious. The the league seems really loaded. Remember, Katina, we had the super team era where teams were getting three stars together. And now it seems like we're getting a little more balance in the league. There's a bunch of two team, uh, sorry, two star teams, uh, Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, you look around, you know, John Morant and, you know, maybe Jaron Jackson or Desmond Bain, whoever you want. But there's, it seems like Katina, we're going into next season where you can make the case that there's about 10 teams that are very, very good and legitimately could win the title. Going like Denver, 
I, I think Dallas uh, with Luka Doncic can win the title. I don't know if the Hawks are there, but it seems like there's like five in each conference, maybe six and four, six in the West, four in the East. It feels like the league is stacked, right? No, yeah, I, I love the diversity of the league. Uh, you know, a lot of different great players and really solid players on uh, different teams, and uh, they're meshing it up just like Miami, you know, with Bam and Jimmy and, you know, Tyler Hero and, the, the, you know, you know, you got a solid vet like Kyle Lowry and those guys. So, that, I mean, that's great. You know, you you have all these different teams. I mean, listen, Houston's going to be pretty good. They're young. They need a couple of vets to help those young guys, and I think they'll they'll, they'll be in the mix. Is Eric, so, Gordon, is Eric Gordon going to stay in Houston or no? I, w- I would go I, if I was Eric Gordon. I would go. I'd go to the Lakers. Hmm. I would go to the Lakers. I mean, they, I don't know how they're going to afford all these guys uh, if they're keeping Westbrook, AD, and LeBron. Like, how the hell are they going to afford Eric Gordon? Listen, sometimes you got to pay to play. Pay that luxury tax. LeBron ain't got that much more time. Yeah, but was he right? at two? Pay, maybe pay three the luxury years? tax. Let it go, and and fight for it. That's it. Super simple. Should Portland trade Damian Lillard, or should they try to be? A playoff team this year. Um, I, I think. I mean, it depends on what Dame wants, right? Like he's very loyal, but sometimes loyalty sticks you in the butt. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I, if I was Dame, I'm going to a contender, right? Yeah. Um, bigger market is LA. Um, there's other markets out there, but the big market is LA. There's a New York market also. Um, but uh, the style of play, uh, I would stay on the West Coast, right? The West Coast is more up and running. Uh, you know, um, shooting threes more uh, than it is on the East, uh, even though the East does do, do its, uh, shoot threes as well. But um, I would stay on the West Coast. It's interesting. You said depends what Dame wants. And I, I don't know. I instantly thought back to what Kobe wanted with the Lakers was pay me a lot of money. And as great as Kobe was when he got old and injured, the Lakers had, I think, like the five worst year run that the franchise has ever had because they paid him. And... Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like I, I don't know if Portland is going to go in that direction, but by all accounts, they're trying to keep Dame. I, I think there's a bad mistake for Portland. Well, Port- you know? well that's they're told totally two different people, right? Kobe Bryant led the league in um, jersey sales in the world, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the biggest. He's the biggest icon in, in in China, in Asia, right? So, all from all twenty years, I'm pretty sure in their first like ten years, they've made. 20 times as much on Kobe than Kobe made on them. Mm. So paying him his last five is just paying homage, right? <laughs> that's that's all that is, right? And then you got LeBron James as soon as he came in. And then now that's the second. And then Steph Curry, uh, him and Steph Curry neck and neck for the, the biggest jersey sales in the world. So, you, you you know, the Lakers, the franchise, as far as merchandising is between New York, Knicks, and the Lakers, they've, they've done pretty well. So that's okay. But as far as Dame Miller in Portland, like I said before, you don't want to waste all your years in somewhere because it's not, listen, it's not like one of those places where it's like, oh, I, I want to go there because the weather's amazing, right? My guy, Chauncey Billups there, and he's trying to rebuild that 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 program and the culture. You know, Terry did well there, but it just couldn't get over that hump because they kept bumping into yeah. Golden State Warriors. You got to think about it, right? Yeah. They were bumping into them and they didn't have enough. Uh, so uh, do you stay there or do you go somewhere where I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with some other stars and uh, try to make a run for it. I, I, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm fine with going somewhere else so I can solidify my career, right, uh, and, and see what I can do uh, on the other side. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, we can start to wrap up here, uh, Catino. I'm just curious, what was it like working with Jaden Ivey leading up to the draft? The Purdue star goes to Detroit. Look, it looks like, well, he'll pair with Cade Cunningham. Pretty formidable duo. Um, a lot of people comparing Ivey to John Morant, some Russell Westbrook. What did you see up close? No, yeah, I see I see Russell Westbrook. I see Jay, I see uh, John Morant. But I see a very poised, coached, very well coached kid that um can can actually shoot the ball better than both of those guys coming in oh. uh to his, his rookie year and um he's a he's I'm not saying those guys are not smart cuz they're very smart both of them uh but he you know he's raised by his mother uh who is a coach herself and was a player herself so you know he's been he's been watching basketball since he was 3 4 years old came out the womb basically yeah. so i mean he's more of a coach's son right so um and just with a lot of talent so I see him, uh, you know, playing at that one and then putting Cunningham to me at the three, more of a point forward. Uh, so then you, get, you, get, you put some shooters around them, and I think they have a great team in, in Detroit. 
And then what about uh, Ajabi, uh, or I hope I didn't say his name uh, wrong, the Kansas kid. You know, he, he's a little bit, Ochai, he's a little older, uh, which mm-hmm. is probably why he fell. But man, when you look at 3 and D in this, in this draft, he's the most ready to contribute kind of right away. Do you think he could make some noise in Cleveland? They kind of, Okoro hasn't really lived up to what they thought he would be. And it feels like maybe uh, Ochai could have a shot at starting. I don't know if he if he has a good camp. Yeah, Okoro's uh, motor is a little inconsistent. Um, he's very talented, but um, you know, I, I what I like about Ochai is that Ochai is smart, right? He's, I guess he's seasoned, put it that way, um, and he can stretch the floor and he can play defense. So he needs a big size, right? So when you have um, you know the uh, the, Ev- the Mobley brothers uh, and um, my guy uh, Gar- Garland. Uh, or on you know on the backcourt with you, uh, you know it's it's hard to help off, right? Because yeah. Garland's so amazing with the pick and rolls, and you have Evan where he's rolling and he can spot up. Uh, I I like the team. Uh, they they you know they got a little hurt when Ricky Rubio left because he has leadership. But I think that y- this past year, uh, with with Garland uh kind of running that team later on, kind of helped him. Uh, enhance his his leadership role and then Evan as well because Evan's a coach's son so when you have that um, I, I like the chances of Cleveland next year yeah Cleveland's on the on the uptick for sure and uh final question Catino I was trying to look around the league and think like I, I know what you were as a player obviously uh you were ahead of the curve on the three-point shooting but you had a post-up game as a, as a shooting guard crafty lefty just a, a bucket getter who do you think in this NBA, the current NBA 2020, who, 2022, who do you think, you know, you would be in this league? Um, It's kind of hard, right? Because I was more three-point pull-ups, post-ups, dunking the ball. A lot of guys, a lot of guards don't dunk as much, and they don't post up as much. Um, I don't know why. I think it saves energy in doing those type of things. <laughs> Is it the spacing? Up. Yeah. And, you know, listen, the reason why Golden State – and listen, Boston, if you think about it, they used all three levels, right? They used the long ball, the mid-range, and then they went to the basket, all right? And then they posted up as well. So you, you take that from them, you know, Golden State mid-range game, right? Uh, Clay, hmm. three pull-ups, Steph, uh, three pull-ups to the basket, right? So uh, Andrew Wiggins, uh, you know, threes, uh, pull-ups, post-ups, you have to mix it up. Um, I think a lot of teams – you know, they get into this whole mode where they think Golden State only shoots threes or layups, and that's not true, right? They they work without the ball which is really well. But, you know, I think for me, um, um, I really don't know, but, I, you know, as far as who plays like that, Andrew Wiggins uh, does a lot of it. Um, um, you know, um, James, I wanted James Harden to do more posting up, mm. you know, pick and rolls from the top of the key. It gives the defense more time to, like, help. Mm. Uh, Harden, Harden, you're right. Harden t- doesn't post up at all, but he's going to have to add that, right, Catino? Because he's not blowing by people the way he did three, four years ago. Exactly. You got to start lower, 15 feet from the basket, and face up. Uh, you know, um, you know, jo- like Joel Embiid does. You know, sometimes shoot the three, but then it's too much energy dribbling the ball 10, 15 times where all you have to do is dribble it once or maybe none or two times and just elevate over someone and use your body. I mean, James is a great, a, a great, post defender right so he has that leverage de- defensively all you gotta do is shift it to your offense and guys won't be able to stop you because you're taking away their legs yeah huh I-, I like that idea i just you know when you t- start talking about post up it's like centers barely post up anymore you know it's exactly. like okay we'll get nikola Jokic in the high post and mm-hmm. we'll try to create some stuff off that but 
you don't really just see teams dump it down inside and have guys go one on one in the paint. That just it doesn't really happen like it used to with in the Elijah Patrick Ewing, David Robinson era. You know? Yeah, because now listen, if you got a team that wants to shoot threes all the time, guess what? I'm eliminating that. So you're not shooting 40 a game. Now you're shooting like 15, maybe 20. And then now your rhythm's going to be off because I'm posting you up and I'm slowing the game down on you. I'm making it more physical. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what Sixers should have did to Miami. Joel Embiid should have been in the post more. Right? Start yeah. in the post. Stay in the post. Some games you can be out there in a way. But right now, guess what? There's no one that can guard you in the post. And you're going to slow their transitions down because now you they're going to try to help and they're, they're moving more defensively, trying to double. And now they got to find the opposite guy. And it's just like a Keem or a Tim Duncan. Swing, swing, three. Swing, yeah. swing, penetration. Right? Like it, those things is what these guys are doing. It's weird that these coaches don't tell them. You you would you would think like, oh, Tobias Harris would be open for three on the second pass. Uh, exactly. James Harden. And then what the problem is, the rotations are so crisp in this league now that the guy that's going to end up being open is Matisse Thibel, who exactly. other teams will just let shoot. And, you know, if you have a non-shooter out there, all of a sudden it all falls apart. So then exactly. you got to play Maxi, and I, I, it's it. The NBA is so I, I just I kind of love it right now. I know a lot of people are down, Mobley. Uh, but where, where are you? You like the? You just love what's happening now? I do. I just yeah. it needs to be a little more tweaked, right? It needs to be a little more mid range. It needs to be a little more post ups, right? Because that's what the game is, right? The game is is all facets, not just two. Um, and these these MIT you know statistic guys who just yeah. never played the game in their lives. They really don't understand. You know, it's, it's literally about the game is, about you know, the rhythm of the game. And if I can break the rhythm of shooting a whole bunch of threes and making you, you know, scramble to, to guard me on the, the post up defensive end, you know, you get a little more tired. Those threes won't be going in as much. Yeah. I wonder on the post up, like we didn't see Tatum post up as much in the finals. Yeah, right. I'll wrap he, on this. Do you think he, he was tired? All the way up top. Yeah. He do you think he was tired top. though, Catino? Yeah, of course. I mean, going against Giannis, Kevin Durant, and then Jimmy Butler, like that, that, that's not easy for three rounds. Two seven-game series, right? Yeah, no, yeah, because he's starting way from 30 feet from the basket. Then he's trying to draw a foul. He's begging for a foul. I, mm. I'm getting, I'm 6'9", 6'10". I'm getting the ball 15 feet from the basket, facing up, and I'm punishing people. I'm fading on them. I'm one dribble pull-up. I'm one dribble spin. I'm making them double team me so that my teammates can be open. Yeah, it may seem boring for a minute, some game, but guess what? We win. Yeah, that's all that matters, really. All right, Katino Mobley, uh, love talking to you. I feel like I get smarter every time. The Dad's Point of View podcast, doing the uh, playing in the Big Three, legendary career at Rhode Island, the Atlantic Ten Player of the Year. I've just always liked watching and talking to you, Katino. Congrats on all your success, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.